Yeah, I can hardly hear with that mask on, but she said her neighbor had lost her little poodle, and they'd been looking for that thing, and they finally found it. And that's the answer to prayer. Amen? It really is. Anybody else? Just Yes, ma'am? Amen. That's good. Yes, sir. I was wondering whether you were going to say that or not. If you... I remember <laughs> he said he got plenty to eat. He's working for Publix. Now he got a good woman in his life. He's got a lot to be thankful about. He better say that because he come in my office crying like a little baby. Preacher, will you pray for me as I get this girl that I like so much? And now he's got her and he can't get rid of her. <laughs> God has blessed him and her too. They've been, a, they've been a real blessing to me. Somebody else. Just a direct prayer. Yes, ma'am. What'd she say? Amen. That's great. That's that's a great step of faith. It really is. Yes, ma'am. Take care of her work. Anybody else? Just something that you can definitely say, I know God answered that prayer. Yes, ma'am. Bonnie and I need a new roof on our house. We found out that we weren't up to code. And it's been about two years. Is that right? Amen. That is an answer to prayer because the roof now costs a lot of money. Sure does. That's a great one. Amen. Somebody else. I'll get to something in just a minute. Somebody else. Just uh, something that you definitely know that you prayed for and God answered your prayer. And you can go back and say, I know God answered. Yes, ma'am. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. That's a truth. I've seen him in times. He was in bad shape, but God brought him through it. Amen. Something. Anybody else? Just something good that you know that God asked for your prayer. I'll take just another minute because it's very important. Anybody? All right. If you would, please turn to Jeremiah. I'm going to read a few verses now. I want to talk to you about... Did you ever have somebody come up to you and, you know, you ask them to pray for you, and they walk away and they say, well, I wish you best. I wish the best for you. Or, and they make some kind of statement like that. But uh, folks, wishing the best for you is not the same as praying for you. And I want to just share with you today uh, this matter of praying. I've had uh, two or three this week have talked to me about, have called and said, Preacher, pray for me. And of course we're going through this virus stuff and we all need prayer. We need one another. We need each other's prayer going through this thing and and uh, there's others it's just ill uh, body ailments and just jobs all kind of needs that we have in our life and we need uh, higher something to happen than what we can take care of amen and God we know that God can do all things but I want to talk to you about prayer today if I can please just share some things with you. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. I suppose this is one of my favorite verses when it comes to prayer. And there's so many. The Bible is filled with this matter of prayer. Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Now, call unto me. Now, I want to give you something. I'd like to show you what the Bible teaches about the immense privilege, number one, and the mighty power of prayer. I know God still hears and answers prayer. Uh, Numbers 23:19 says, "Have he said, and shall he not do it?" Luke 11 verse one: "Lord, teach us to pray." Now the unlimited possibilities of prayer. The Bible tells us who may pray why they need to pray, when they should pray, what happens when they pray. Jeremiah 33.3 declares the unlimited possibility of prayer. Call unto me, and I will answer thee. Now notice, first of all, there are two sides of prayer. Man's part, that's the asking part in prayer. James chapter 4 verse 2. You have not because you ask not. I was talking to a young man just this week. He called me and talked to me about a matter in his life. And he was he's carrying on of what his needs was. and carrying on. I said, if you ask God for it, not only that, but if you've gone to the situation that you're in and asked that person uh, what you need... Uh, and he said, well, no, I haven't done either one of those. I said, well, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. Now, let me show you how simple uh, it is in life. Several years ago, at a former church I was at, the pastor asked me to try to raise money for the college that we had started. And uh, I went down to the library, Tampa Library, and I found a big old book. 
And it was foundations. This book was a book on foundations. And did you know that there's foundations all across this country that has millions of dollars in them that they give away uh, companies? I didn't know that. And I went down and I got looking in this book and I said, well, I declare to my time, that company right there, and I know that company, I know the, 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 the one that owns that company, and he's got $2 million in, the, I mean, $200 million in a foundation that he's going to give away. And I got to looking, I found some more, and I went on down, and, and I said, now, I got on my knees and I started praying. I said, now, Lord, I can't ask people for money. I've never been able to do that in my life. I just, I'm just not that kind of guy. I said, but Lord, I promise you something. If you'll give me appointments with the president or chairman of the board of these companies and let me talk to them about our call and what we need, I promise you I will witness to them and Lord, I will ask them for what we're looking for. And I went to, uh, calling them and I got 22 appointments with presidents and presidents of the company and, and chairman of the board directly to them and, and talk to them. I never will forget some of them. And they give me their money. One, for instance, I can remember just as good. I went in and sat down and talked to them. And I said, now look, this is why I'm here. I'm trying to raise money for the college. And I, I'm asking you to at least give $1,000. He said, right, wrote me out a check. And I said, now, I promise the Lord, I want to show you how to go to heaven with me. And before I left there, I got to lead him to saving faith in the Lord. Now, the whole thing I'm trying to show you is, you ask not, you have not because you ask not. You have not because you ask not. Now, I want you to watch this. God's part, the answering side of prayer, God promises, call unto me, and I will answer thee. In other words, all we have to do is pray, ask. Whenever anyone responds to God's invitation, call upon him immediately, there is a response on God's part then. Now, there's five things here. Number one, God promises a certain answer. Notice the word, I will answer thee. Therefore, you cannot pray and fail to get an answer. Nothing in the whole wide world could or would ever make God break His word. It's impossible for God to break His word. That's why did I encourage people to get saved. You know how you get saved? Ask the Lord to save you. Because the Bible says He will keep His word. And He said, Whosoever shall call upon Me shall be saved. I know that God will keep His word then. Amen. God cannot break His word. Now watch this. Nothing in the whole world could get God to break His word. There are four words we need to understand in connection with prayer. Number one, we may receive a direct answer to our prayer. Number two, we may receive a different answer to our prayer. Number three, God's answer to our prayers may be delayed. Then, God's answers may be a denial. In 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 4, Elijah prayed to die. But God said, No, I've got more for you to do. Jonah in Jonah 4, verses 1 through 3, and especially verse 8, Jonah prayed, Oh, Lord, let me die. But God said, No, i got something else for you to do. Now, whether the answer is different or uh, direct or delayed or denied, it is a 
certain answer, God always answers. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, number one. Number two, God promised a personal answer. Now notice the pronouns in this verse. Call unto me, and I will answer thee. Now most Christians don't understand the joy of prayer. The greatest answer to prayer is not to receive some material benefit or even some spiritual blessing. Example, if you can, please, if you need a certain car, it's good to pray for one and get the answer to that in prayer. If you need peace in your heart, it's good to pray for peace and receive it. But the greatest answer to prayer is a relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ Himself in prayer. It's the inward confidence the Lord gives when God reveals Himself to us and uh, we are able to say, Well, I know it's all right. I'm in God's hand. That's the greatest answer to prayer. Here's what I'm saying. When you pray to a living God, you can depend on one thing. He will take care of you. You're better off in His hand. That's the relationship with God. Now watch this. It won't matter if our answer is different than we expected then. If it's delayed, we know the Lord loves us. Now what? If it's denial, we know the Lord wants the best for us. Now, if we have the Lord Himself, that's the difference. The Lord promises a personal answer. Now turn to Luke chapter 11 with me, please, for a few minutes. In Luke chapter 11. And I want to begin to read in verse 9. Luke chapter 11, verse 9. And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For if one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Now, in other words, Jesus said, Call unto me, and I will answer thee. Now, the third thing is, God promises a visible answer. Something that you can see. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things. Now Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. And I want you to look at verse 6. But thou, when thou prayest, in thy closet, and when I have shut thy door, Pray to thy Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth thee in secret shall reward thee in the closet. No, it don't. The old King, King James Bible here says, He will reward thee openly. Amen? Now, it's a wonderful thing to see God answer prayer. Amen? Praying is a secret matter. But... Having the answer is our demonstration from the Lord in answer to our prayer, so that we may openly say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So the Lord's answer our prayers by giving us a certain answer, a personal answer, and a visible answer. God promises a mighty answer. Jeremiah 33 3. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things. Now, the word mighty here means inaccessible. That is, when we pray, God does things which no one else can do. Genesis 18 and verse 14. Is anything too hard for the Lord? I want to ask you something. Do you believe in God? 
If you believe in a live God, one that we know exists, is anything too hard for Him to do? No. God can do anything, or He wouldn't be God. He is God, and therefore He can do anything. Now, I want you to watch. For instance, Daniel reveals secrets through prayer. You can't do that, Daniel. Yes, you can through prayer. Elijah prevented it from raining three and a half years. Oh, wait a minute, Elijah, you can't do that. Yes, you can through prayer. Then he caused it to rain again in James chapter 5, verse 17 and 18. Elisha raised the dead. Peter walked on water. You can't do those things, Elisha and Peter. You can't walk on water, Peter. Yes, you can. In prayer, God says, Bring me your impossible problems, for nothing is too hard for me. God not only promised to give a certain answer, a personal answer, a visible answer, but a mighty answer to our prayers, but God promises an overwhelming answer. And I will show thee great and mighty things which you knoweth not. Which means God will do things for us when we pray beyond our imagination. Amen? I mean beyond anything you can think of. You just think about it a minute. I don't know what's going to happen to me tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen to me in the next few minutes. But I know one thing God does. And God can take care of me. And God can answer my prayer. Now, here's what I'm getting at, and I'm not going to be long this morning, but I want to show you something. If we know someone that needs to be saved, you know what we're supposed to do for them? Pray for them. You say, Preacher, I don't think they can be saved. That's none of your business. That's God's business. Pray for them. Ask God to save them. He can do it. I can't help people. There's been people in my life that's come to me and in, in my office and sat down and talked with me and I, I have literally sat there and shook my head and wondered, what in the world is wrong with these nuts? You know? I can't help people like that. But God can. God can. God can do anything. Pray for them, number one. Number two, if you have a health problem, pray for yourself specifically. If you've got something wrong with you, say, Lord, take care of it. Now, i got arthritis in my hand, and it seems like it's getting worse every day. So I tell you what, I'm going to pray for my foot. No, I'm going to pray for my hands. Amen? And I think sometimes that's the way we approach God when we come to God in prayer. We come to God and say, Lord, i got a problem but you don't mention what it is. You don't tell God what you need. You don't tell what God what you're praying for. And by the way, He asks you to do it. Amen? He asks you to ask Him and pray and ask Him specifically for what you're after. Hey, if I need a car, I'm going to pray for a car. If I need a house, I'm going to pray for a house. If I need help, I'm going to pray for help. And on and on. Now listen, if you need financial help pray for what you need if you know someone who needs to know God loves them did you know it's so important for people to understand that God loves them I, I, I we have so many people that call and, and honestly they don't think anybody cares I might not know your condition I might not know that you're having a time of depression but God does and God loves you and you know what we need to do? We need to pray for those people. 
It had been two or three this week that called me in those kind of situations and say, and by the way, when somebody asks you to pray for them, stop right then and pray for them. Stop right then and pray for them. A man called me the other day from out of state and he said, Pastor, I just laid on my heart to call you and ask me to pray for, for you to pray for us for what was going on in our life right now. I said, wait a minute, this, what is it? And they told me, I said, let's pray right now. Did you know you can pray for somebody on the phone? You can pray for them. God's just as good in Georgia as He is in Florida. Amen? Same God. I mean, you think about it. Uh, you have not because you ask not. And nothing is too hard for God. God can do anything He desires. And here's the thing. God help us make our decision, uh, our desires, His desires. That's the thing I want. I want my desires to be His desires. Oh, I, I got the biggest warner in the world. Alright? I catch a fish, I want one. I catch one that side, I want one that side. If I catch one that side, I want one down here. It's best to eat. And I, it's just changing all the time. Amen? I mean, just everything in the world. I never satisfied. Always got desires. And you know what I've been praying lately? The older I get, the more I want this. I want God's desires. I want God's desires for my life. And Lord, you know better for me. You know better for my wife and my children and my family than I could ever want. And Father, I pray for your desires to be done. Amen? Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen? Learn to pray. Learn to just ask. Pray. Say, Lord, help me. Lord, answer my prayer. Did you know the Bible said we're a needy people? And every one of us has got great needs. And my needs, it might be just simple to you. But they're big to me. And your needs, as some people call me and they talk to me about their needs and what they need for God to do in their life right now. And I think, that's so simple, you know. To them, it's not that simple. It's a big thing. Did you know depression's real? Do you know that? And I hear people talk about, I'm depressed. And I'm telling you the truth, I don't get depressed much. Once in a while I get a little down. Uh, but I don't get depressed. And I, I, I talk to people all the time that's so depressed all the time and just can't seem to get their head up. And I say, for goodness sake. But then I realize it's real to them. And what we need to do is pray for people we don't understand in their lives and things we can't handle in their lives and ask God to take it because great and mighty things the Bible says He could do. I listened to some of y'all's answered prayers that you talked to about a while ago. And I can remember some of you coming to me and asking me to pray for you in these things and how you felt they were far off. You remember? How you, you remember when you wanted something, it felt so far off? But you see, I was reading something this morning that thrilled my soul. God is not a God of way all. The Bible says God is a God at hand. He's a God at hand. You know what that means? He's right here. He's right here. You know how to go looking for Him. You know how to get down on your knees. And Now, I believe in praying through. 
Now, I want to make something very clear here. You know what praying through to me is? Praying till you stay there till you get through the noise and the things of this world. You know what I'm talking about? Because when you first start praying, there's the radio, there's the TV, there's the dog barking, there's, a, uh, there's something going on all around you to get your attention. And the Bible says just keep on praying till the light breaks through. I wish I could sing. I'd like to sing that song. But I do believe in that. I believe in praying till you get through to God, through the mess, get it all out of the way, where you can get to the throne of God, and He hears you. But praying through is not this thing of getting way over the universe to get to God. He's right here. He's right here. Right where you're sitting. God is here. I don't have to go looking for God. He's right here with us. And all we have to do is talk to Him and ask Him, Father, would You hear me today? Would You answer me? I've been reading the Psalms, studying them very carefully. And I was reading one this morning as I was having my coffee in four hours. I got up to five now. But uh, I was sitting there reading and studying David. And David's always crying to the Lord. Do you ever notice that? If you don't believe it, you read the Psalms. He's always crying to the Lord. Lord, my enemies are bad. Lord, my... Well, David was one of the greatest soldiers as ever was. David had more victories in his life than you could count. God was so good. You know why? Because David was always crying and asking God for help. And God always answered his prayer. That's where I want to get. Ask, and you shall receive. Amen. Father, thank you for the simplicity of prayer. And Father, there's so many today that just needs your hand upon their life, needs help. They need protection. They need health. They need money. They need financial help. There's so much, Lord, in this world that we don't have that constantly we're bombarded on every side. And we cannot handle it ourselves alone. But Lord, we know You can. And Lord, we ask You that You would teach us like the disciples came and asked You before. Teach us to pray that we might get our answers from You and our help from above. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's sing something, please. Turn to page 313.